0: This is not a military takeover.
1: Stand by for action. Greenville, Greenville. I am I all a battle, battle station. Anything can happen in the next tower. Yourself down, strap yourself in, and you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio but don't. crowd.
0: Again, ladies and gentlemen,
2: the (laughs) Buwanas. Griona, what the heck am I playing at? Two songs straight off the bat without a single word from myself. Have I been taking notes from Steve Vincent and Henry Rollins, Or do I regret, which is more likely, drinking those two cans of the Hartwell original long drink of gin and orange at 5.5% about 15 minutes ago that the squirrel introduced to me last week, meaning I had to use the loo. there was no way i could hold on for an hour fortunately said toilet is only in the conservatory where producer barton stacy and engineer fenny bridges are located oh the panicked look on barton's face kicking things off this week were the electric boys and it's not the end which is very true and another song from the bawanas alleged nick sullivan tv appearance in the shape and form of stupid man so what else has been happening I'm finally cracking on with the new Paranoid Squirrel Studio. It's our old box room that has been for the past year. A storage area for all the stuff I kept from the folks' house after it was sold, along with a couple of old wardrobes. Anyway, my day job now involves me working four days on and four days off, meaning I have, obviously, a four-day weekend. Come on, two days was never enough to get things done. So hopefully, in a month's time, it will be all kitted out. What else has been going on? Oh yeah, friend of the show and squirrel associate Arkwright tried burning down our kitchen by placing a lap tray onto our gas hob that still had the burner on. All I could hear was a distressed cause of "um," gaining in panic and intensity. To be fair, yeah, it was me who left the burner on. Uh, It was the smallest one uh, on the lowest flame. Obviously, I had vacated the kitchen to allow Arkwright to cook his dinner, social distancing, going back outside into our garden. And in my haste, forgot to turn the gas off. Oh, how we laughed. (laughs) Motorhead and Fire, fire from the Ace of Spades album. Well, it was either that or GBH's gimme fire. Poor old friend of the show and squirrel associate, Arkwright. As to compound matters, his cart leaked oil all over our drive. Anyway, a few shows ago, I played hot breast cover of the Stones. One hit, open brackets to the body, close brackets on that week's particular covers corner. God! saying that the band's own compositions more than stood up on their own. And to prove that statement, this is Adapted Mind from their latest album, Rubber Lips. (laughs) pleased that the scientists are all set to release their first new studio album since 1987's the human jukebox in june called negativity as always with a new album a lead track has been uploaded onto various digital platforms in the case of the scientists it's outsider that sounds remarkably like this
1: Love me for my innocence My cognitive dissonance Embrace all my artistic crimes Ignoring all my real crimes Yo, I think I'm But that would never be allowed. Won't you please let me inside? Won't you let me see inside? I don't know what Yo. Embrace all my artistic crimes Ignoring all my real crimes
2: Me, or did you think Zig, Zig sputnik and love missile f111 all right then only me uh staying down under the lipstick killers are finally getting the anthology treatment on the 25th of june now like the Sonic's rendezvous band lipstick killers only released one single during their tenure but at least in their instance it was two different songs which were hindu gods of love backed with shakedown usa admittedly after their demise at the end of 1981 citadel records released the live album mesmerizer in 1984 taken from a cassette recorded in la with via nil label a year later issuing the sockman pensioner pie seven inch taken from some demos the band recorded in 1978 obviously the anthology which is called strange flash studio and live 78 to 81 collates all these together along with Nine previously unreleased studio demos from 1980, produced by Lobby Lloyd. Four other demos from the same sessions as Sockman. Another live set, but this time recorded in Adelaide. And finally, four pre-lipstick killer rehearsals from the Psycho Surgeons. The double vinyl, single CD and downloadable album are available to pre-order from Grown Up Wrongs Bandcamp site, which will immediately entitle you to download Hindu Gods of Love, even though you've got it already on various compilation albums. On to this week's Covers Corner. <laughs> that I'm nervous about because the first two covers, in my humble opinion, aren't all that good. However, because Rats is plays on one and Walter Lurt on the other, it's almost like my duty to air them. Of course, I'm talking about Cleopatra's record's recent release, or upcoming, of the My Way EP from Sid Vicious. Now, I'll say that Rat and Walter play on one each, Rat on My Way, and Walter on, open brackets, I'm not, closed brackets, your stepping stone. But I think, and I could be wrong here, so feel free to correct me, that in actual fact, they're on both. Now, these recordings are rehearsal, vocal outtakes, that Rat and Walter have, and I quote, revitalised. Yeah, as well as the two uh, aforementioned tracks, there's a song called It's Shit, that spoken word Sid set to music, whereas spoken word Johnny Moped set to music works. Sid doesn't, in his own words, it's shit. And the less said about the My Way yacht mix, the better. I think there's a fifth track that's a bonus, but by this time, yeah, I'd given up. As Michael Caine said, first of all, I choose the great roles, and if none of these come, I choose the mediocre ones, and if they don't come, I choose the ones that pay the rent. This is why I won't rate Rat. For these, as he said on that damn documentary. A drum solo won't pay the grocery bill down the supermarket so up first is a new version of my way that will be swiftly followed by open brackets i'm not close brackets you stepping stone
1: Still us for
0: This is toya wilcox and you're listening to armitage on the paranoid squirrel rock show and it would be a mystery if you listen to anything else
2: How does the saying go? You can't polish a turd. The final track in this week's Covers Corner (laughs) comes courtesy of The Stash, which were Billy Childish and The Head Coats, circa 1991, who, after the clashes Should I Stay or Should I Go, appeared in a Levi's Jeans commercial, unleashed a single that parodied the aforementioned Should I Stay or Should I Go as Should I Suck, Or should I blow? And I'm so bored with the USA that became selling jeans for the USA that get hit recordings have just repressed. (laughs) To new music and Simon Edwards, he of one of my three all time favourite drummers, emailed me the other week with a couple of tunes that uh, one of his current bands, in this case it's Wipes, had just recorded. Out of the two, he has subsequently sent me another five. This is Messed Up. will be playing at the Undercover Festival 9 at the Holroyd in Guildford on the 17th of October Watts have a new album out via Rumbar Records on the 14th of May, the album is called Shady Rock and Rollers and I quote is Cheap Trick, Stones, Mott ACDC, infused classic rock and roll strutting with swagger, hooks galore, infection lead guitar riffs and a whole lot of Watts for your stereo cranked up listening pleasure At the moment, only Heavy Metal Kids has been made available from said album to check out if this statement is true. My favourite Watts track is uh, Flash of White Light from the album of the same name that came out in 2015 that I, I shouldn't but I do, judge all subsequent songs against. Heavy Metal Kids isn't as fast and furious as uh, Flash. It's more of a swayer and has me thinking of Latter-day American Heartbreak, uh, which is good. Uh, See what you think. of American Heartbreak former guitarist Billy Rowe now plies his trade in Buck Cherry from Jet Boy to Buck Cherry who would have thunk it to be honest Buck Cherry have always rubbed me up the wrong way and for the life of me I can't remember what they did or why I do remember though seeing them headlining the Camden Palace when uh, someone like Hardcore Superstar with the opening act with the squirrel and myself spending the whole of their set as high up and as far away from the stage as we possibly could get so much so We didn't have a view of them at all. As I said, I've no idea why. Anyway, Buck Cherry have a new album out on Ear 8 Records called Hellbound on the 25th of June. And guess what? That's right, a track has been lifted from it to entice me and wet and pique my interest. And So Hot with two Ts has... people of a certain age or oh, musical persuasion i was deeply saddened at the sudden death of bay city roller frontman les mckeon on the 20th at only 65 years old i only saw the bay city rollers once unfortunately not during their roller mania but when les's version played the fairfield halls in croydon march 2006 just after he had a brush with the long arm of the law the only role in this uh, anecdote that i have well actually i have two the first is i went to the aforementioned geek with a work colleague whose mother used to clean Les's house along with Nazareth's frontman, Dan McCafferty. No, she also cleaned Dan's house. He wasn't the hired hand. Anyway, uh, she took her daughter, Karen, along, uh, my work colleague, on one occasion, only for Karen to break a rather large and expensive toy fire engine by sitting on it. Yeah, And the uh, second, more interesting, is uh, a friend of the squirrels was the session bassist on Shangela. Of course, it is common knowledge that DD Ramon was also a huge fan. With Saturday night a template for Blitzkrieg Bop So, earlier on this afternoon at five to five, <laughs> thanks Barton, nice fading. I had multiple browsers open because uh, the reduced to Clear label had two items that were only limited to 25 copies each that I needed to purchase. In no particular order, showing no favoritism, are the Nomads and Sinister Urge in split single mode. Both bands are doing Ain't Yet Dead, which the Nomads originally covered on the uh, Big Sound 2000 album that came out in '99, uh, with Sinister Urge, who wrote and recorded the song, a bit only as a demo, in '95, that eventually appeared on the '97 uh, compilation CDR, Garde Lu, Edinburgh's Detritus, 1983 to 2003. Speaking to Nicholas from the Nomads to ask if it was indeed the one that appeared on said album, which it is, or a recently re-recorded version, which it isn't, he mentioned that I should play theirs and Sinister Urges straight after each other, which seemed like a good idea, and with time running out, still is, but maybe a bit foolish.
0: I, it, I ain't got enough for you no more I just got to hit again. Yeah. You're one
2: i told you it's foolish as i have now run out of time to play the continental lovers tape deck that was the other reduced to clear seven inch that i'll have to carry over and air on the next show until then
0: take it easy
2: Show is a Watts' Lodge production that was produced by Barton Stacy, engineered by Fenny Bridges, and curated by me, Armitage Smith.
0: You are tuned into Rock Radio UK bringing the best rock and blues on the net.